City, home of the world's best franchise, it's High on Sports, recorded live at the Hallett Studios of Mediocre Records and Broadcasting. Now, here's your hosts, Willie, Ross, and Swamp. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of Hound Sports, brought to you in part by Mediocre Records and Broadcasting, along with Willie and Russ. I am Swamp. Hello. We Hello. are this. We are in our uh, mobile studios today, which you're very grateful for, because I have a lot more room to spread out and be comfortable. <laughs> it is comfortable. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, as far as I can tell, everything seems to be working. Uh, grateful that Willie is doing this production. Uh from the uh, Hendersonville bungalow, <laughs> That's and right. uh, gr- uh, Russ is in the Green Hills bordello, <laughs> where <laughs> with the ladies Green Hills hideout. I'm in the hideout <laughs> with the ladies, and I'm in the infamous Notre Dame room. Uh, it was a very hot day today, but you'll be listening to this tomorrow, isn't that right, Willie? That's exactly right. So they'll be listening to this on September 11th, which is a very special day. Yes, yes it and, is, and uh, we want to commemorate that. Uh, not dwell on it too much because uh, it can sort of bring you down. But we uh, we here at Howland Sports will definitely not forget. Isn't that correct, boys? That is correct. That is correct. We will never forget. All right. So, anyways, um, we we sort of had an interesting uh, week of football. We will uh, review that real quickly. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the University of Tennessee situation since we're here in Tennessee. First off. Um, Russ, how was your weekend? Did you do anything exciting? Um, yeah, I mean, if you define exciting as um, watching football all weekend, that's pretty much what I did. Watched uh, the Vols on Saturday and the victorious Titans on Sunday. That's about it. There were two for ones involved, as, as always, so that was good. Yeah. All right. Well, what was you going? Um, really not much. I went to a high school football game Friday night, saw uh, J- Pope John Paul II play. And then uh, Saturday, I just Saturday and Sunday both. I just kind of watch football all day. We need to figure out Willie when uh, Ryan and uh, this week Dickie two play this week when at it, Ryan. Are you real? going? Let's yeah, go. No, I'm not going to go. I'll go. Come on, Willie. Don't be a sorry loser. Come on, Willie. Why? What else you got to do? I got ladies. Willie, Willie. I got ladies to deal with. Yeah. Right. You got. You also have. You also <laughs> have rabies. <laughs> you got yeah. rabies too. I've got yeah. two ladies right here. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see that. We can't. They can't. Yeah. That's why he's got tennis elbow. That's right. Um, anyway, uh, well, I'm glad you had a uh, – You did you finish your weekend scenario? Yeah, yeah. I just – football weekend. What right. did you well, do, Swamp? We had uh, the producer's birthday party here. Yeah, oh, nice. And that was really cool. He, he felt right. really special. So, How old is he now? He's 14 going on eight. Gosh, dog, 14. Can you believe that? You're going fast, don't they? Yeah, and he he had a great birthday party. He likes to be – he likes the attention, and he he, – I'm going to change his name to Fort. So it would be Fortnite instead of Houston Night because that's all (laughs) he cares about. That's all he wanted was money for – uh, v bucks for Fortnite. So I don't know anything about <laughs> Fortnite, but obviously he's addicted to it. So 
Uh, he's not the only one. That's okay. All right. This week in f- past weekend in football, there were not too many surprises. There was the overhyped Texas who lost at home, uh, but did play a pretty decent football game. Uh, but LSU just has too many weapons, and Joe Burrow is a uh, three for four hundred and seventy-one yards. That's not bad. No, nah, he's good. Yeah, LSU's a little dangerous. They got some good speed on the outside and their receivers. Yeah. And Burrow's really getting the ball out. I mean, I was kind of impressed with those guys. They hung in there. It was a very hostile environment for this early in the year, and they played really well. I wouldn't he threw the ball deep well. I mean, that was a, that was the big key is he was able to get the ball downfield really well. I wouldn't say that Texas is overrated. I don't think they should be ranked number nine. But, I mean, they're a decent f- football game, a football team, and I think Herman's a good coach. I yeah, saw- I think so. I mean, he's gonna, I don't like Texas at all. I wish they'd lose all their games. But, yeah, I think he's, he's going to make them into a contender again. I yeah. think they'll beat you – know, I think they'll go to the playoffs with him. The other yeah. Texas team did not fare too well. As, well, that uh, was a bust, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. you'd expect more from Jimbo Fisher, uh, who, yeah, in my opinion, his character well, the, can always the, be brought up in question. But that's, that's another true. Story but for the another quarterback day. Mond had a terrible game. Yeah, he didn't yeah. look good at all, did he? He looked no. kind of shell shocked back there a little bit. Um, Last year, he was for sure. They didn't run the ball very well either. And, no, you know, it, it, Clemson's one of those teams that. Um, kind of like Alabama, you go three and out against those guys, and you're gonna you're gonna pay. So you've got to make yeah. sure you're getting third downs and moving the ball a little bit, keeping your defense off the field. If you don't, they're gonna just run it up on you. Yeah, yep. I don't know how long. How long does A and M stick with Fisher if he keeps going? You know, if he does like well, the seven and ba- four, you can't base this off that game. I mean, they, oh, I know they. I mean, that's they're in a what you would call, I guess, a rebuilding. But he's going to get recruits, so yeah. I mean, there's no reason he won't win. And yeah, he probably won't have to play convicts there like he did at Florida State. That's true. <laughs> it's going to be a little uh, tougher for him though if uh, Texas picks it up a little bit. Yeah, it's which they are. Sure. You know, they're but Texas you, picking it up. So you know, A and M had the advantage of joining the SEC and Texas being down a little bit, getting those recruits. But it's going to be a little bit tougher now on it. But you, you think about Louisiana a little bit. You think about the Texas scenario, though. They don't really have the competition with recruiting that they had five or six years ago when you had Baylor getting people. Uh, you had Houston getting people. Uh, Texas Tech was getting people. Uh, yeah. Those schools aren't really getting those recruits anymore. They're all either going to be going to A&M or Texas. Or so, Oklahoma. Or Oklahoma. But anyway, A&M and Texas need to play the last game of the year. That makes me sick. Yeah, they need I, Yes, I agree Come with on. that. That's uh, they need to fix that. That's a cool game. That's Where just the ego. This oh, one, it is. That's just pure ego. Yeah. You're right, it is. Yeah, Texas is mad because they left. He's like, well, guess what? We're not going to play you now. Bunch I don't think Texas got upset that they left. I think Texas is like, that's our conference now. But anyways, uh, I'm going to just run through a couple more that caught my eye and y'all comment, then we'll talk about the balls. Uh, Missouri whooped up on West Virginia 38-7. to That's not too much of a surprise because West Virginia is sort of on the downward sl- spiral. But that, yeah. that's a pretty good whipping. Uh, of, yeah. course, uh, of course, Vanderbilt got beat by Purdue. That's not so much of a shock. Uh, Ole Miss beat Arkansas. Then there was two Pac-10 USC beating Stanford and Washington, Washington losing. Those are interesting 
um, yeah. scenarios there. Yeah. Let's go back to Missouri for a second. That uh, – I can't remember his name, the quarterback. Kelly Bryant. Kelly Bryant. The, the, he looked the quarterback. pretty good. They might, they might scare some people. They're, yeah. You know, he's he is – you know, the only reason he's not at Clemson right now is because probably the best quarterback in the country is there right now. Yeah. But uh, he looked really good. He looked sharp throwing the ball. He was on target. He can run. Yeah. I think Missouri is going to might scare a few people, also known as Georgia. He threw a <laughs> whopping 150 yards in that contest. But yeah, but he, he, he threw he for ten three touchdowns. I mean, they were up. They were up thirty-one nothing in half. He probably yeah. didn't play the second half. Yeah. I don't think, I, yeah, I think he played in the third quarter. I don't think he played in the fourth at all. What's I don't know. UCLA, Jesus. Yeah, that's Dude, a, Chip that, Kelly. Uh, that's uh, that's bad mojo with him. Yeah, I, I think he just carries that bad mojo. Which I've got another theory. Uh, is there any other games y'all uh, stick out that you wanted to mention before we move on to Tennessee? Um, no, not really. I, so. I mean, all of them. Michigan, Florida Army. State. Florida State almost Michigan got beat Army. again. Yeah. Michigan, Michigan Army, Army, you know they. Army is a tough team to play. Those those air academies are tough sometimes because of the type of offense they run. And Army gave Michigan all they could handle. And uh, didn't they go to overtime at the end. Yeah, two overtime, two OTs, and the only reason they did is because Army fumbled. Another yeah. team that went to overtime was the University of Tennessee, who was coming off a loss to Georgia <laughs> State, and they lost in double over. Was it double overtime? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was twenty-nine to twenty-six, which uh, cost Chris Russ a large order, a humongous, large, steaming order of jambalaya that I will be enjoying sometime in November. Will nice. Will be buying that for you? I'm not buying the, that. No, that's We're all taking you two there, trips. brother. That's all going to be you. the Raiders, so then I'll just even out. Be a watch. No. Well, Doesn't yeah, matter. Somebody's you. buying me some jambalaya. Is all I know. Russ is buying you jambalaya. Ain't we're going to go. We're going to make two trips. And this is a, a, a just a shameless plug for Bros Cajun Cuisine in Nashville, Tennessee. If I don't Very good if you've never been there, it's not very like good food. Chili day with some hot sauce. If you're in Nashville, if you live in Nashville, go check out Bros. If you like Cajun food, that man knows how to cook it. And you tell him how Sports sent you, and he'll be like, "Who?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell the barbecue boys sent you. Yeah, the barbecue boys yeah, tell, sent them, tell, tell them. Hendersonville. up in Hendersonville. Yeah, Hendersonville. How's the fishing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, BYU beats Tennessee 29-26. But I want to go back to the week one scenario, the week one game with Georgia State. Hmm. Um, Do we have to? You well, know, in, in, the rec- in the recovery world – that I'm in, you have what's called rock bottom, where you just, <laughs> that's it. You either jump off or try to get some help. That is uh, where Tennessee is. They are at rock. That is the lowest of the low. Yeah. That's pretty Georgia bad. State. That I mean, game for at sure. Home. Yeah. Our, uh, I, the biggest problem we have right now is I don't think we have upperclassmen to know how to play at the SEC level. I agree, except and for a couple. Kids that do are, are SC, the SEC caliber players. That's not an SEC game. Person. It's Georgia State. Huh? It's Georgia State. It's not an SEC. They, they, they miscalculated that game. I put that one on Pruitt. That one's on the coach. I agree with that. How do you miscalculate Georgia State? They treated it like a scrimmage. Yeah, I mean, they I played you, you tell everybody. Me. This team yeah. wasn't in existence like 10 years ago. They um, didn't have I a know. team. 
No, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, they shouldn't have lost, but he did not. He They didn't practice for that game. He treated that game like it was a scrimmage. They played 10 offensive linemen. There was nine different offensive line combinations in that game. That's You can't do that. I don't care who That's, you're playing. That is definitely an issue. But the defensive guys look like they were tired. I mean, yeah. you should be in shape by that point of the season. Well, I mean, I, I think they didn't – they probably didn't give them a curfew the night before. <laughs> I mean, it's just – they. I don't think they really cared. It seemed like I mean, they didn't care. I mean, it, it It seemed like they came out and it was exactly what you're saying, Willie. It looked like they were yeah. out there for a scrimmage. And basically what it looked like is this. We're Tennessee. We're going to walk on the field and we're going to beat exactly. the And Georgia yep. State's like, guess what? You're not. And when they came in and whipped them. Georgia State's like, we're Georgia State. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Panthers, by God. Hey, that's a learning thing for Pruitt. I mean, uh, him being the first-time head coach, especially at a big program. He coached last year, did he know? Yeah, but, I mean, this is a steal. I mean, it's his first time to be a head coach. Yeah, but, Uh, I mean, that's a learning thing. There is no excuse. They will not not lose another game like that as long as he's here. Well, he may not be here, but we might find that out this weekend. Did you hear about the article out of Knoxville today? Yeah. Yes. You talking about that, John Adams? Yes. Or somebody That's, like that article, the headline was something like. Uh, no, full. the one that you're talking about came from, uh, oh, I can't remember. That. It, John the guy Adams, works in Chattanooga. No, but, John oh, Adams had an article about it. said Fulmer's, no, Fulmer's never been closer to returning to the head coaching position. Yeah, right. Now. But there was one that they, this guy from Chattanooga put out um, that they were talking about today on the radio and I, I don't care he could go one he could he could win next week at chattanooga lose the rest of his games they're not going to fire him for one they can't afford it i mean they can't pay three coaches three head coaches and then all those i mean they got some of the most expensive assistant coaches they can't they don't have the money to buy those guys out well they, uh, you know, Nick Saban's what sixty-seven years old. Mac Brown is sixty-eight, and he's at North Carolina. He returned yeah. home. Former is sixty-nine. Yeah. So I mean, that hang out with the guy right now. He likes to go out and party. He's sixty-eight. I mean, come on. He, what is Former's not coming back. I, I guarantee that. No, I don't. Back. He's not either. But I have to give props. My buddy Allen in South Carolina said that Tennessee. Has the Haslam curse, which if you look <laughs> at true. you look at the Cleveland Browns and Tennessee, I think one of y'all mentioned that Tennessee's the Cleveland Browns of the. <laughs> I mean, they're both it's it's the, it's the same exact thing. The expectations are always way overblown at the first of the season, yeah. And they both have cultures of losing, and the thing that's so sickening about Tennessee is having a culture of losing is bad, but having a culture of losing when you have the nicest facilities in the country. Yeah, and the pomp and circumstance that comes with Tennessee and the hundred thousand plus people, and yep. half of them right. know about football and the other half don't. They just wear overalls. <laughs> well, they start being around them, like Br, <laughs> like Br, who thank God doesn't know that we're on the air. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I don't know that we have the losing tradition that the Browns have. I mean, you, you go back to the. It's not, it's not a, a tradition. It, there's a difference between a tradition and a culture of lo- a culture of losing is where you compete and you play hard, but you don't win the game. Yeah, and Tennessee at this point has that. I mean, they should have uh, beat BYU. 
They should have. They should have. That, that, but that shows you where we are. We're, we're, we don't have any type of margin of error at all. Meaning, you mm-hmm. know, in that scenario, we should have tackled that guy. We should have not let him throw the ball, obviously. But we don't have any margin for error. We can't make stupid, silly mistakes like that. And that's what happens. We get beat. It's going to continue but, to happen. It's going to be a massacre's road coming up. We're going to beat Chattanooga, hopefully. And then, you know, we start Georgia. Mississippi, well, Florida, I mean, Florida, Georgia. Georgia, Mississippi State, and Alabama. Yeah. Now Missouri looks to be not bad at all. Don't know what right. you got in Vanderbilt. Kentucky's not terrible. So Man, I, mean, I don't know. We'll see with that quarterback out. We're gonna struggle to get three or four wins. I think right now. The good thing is, I think I think we're gonna beat one of the big three because they're just gonna overlook us. I really do. I mean, I think they're going to Georgia. We're going to Georgia State somebody. No, I think you'll possibly have the game of your life against South Carolina, and everybody else is like, oh, right. I'm going to roast dinner over that. <laughs> no, I'm not, not doing another roast dinner until right. I get my bros. Then we'll really do another be nice. I'll be Willie, and I'll be. So then we'll just all pay for our <laughs> <laughs> Or no, we'll just sit there and not know what to do. Because yeah, <laughs> nobody's going to have money. Yeah, like, well, I didn't bring any money. What do you mean? Uh, let's see. So while we're talking college football, let's go ahead well, and look to uh, one last thing on the ball. Saving blow up this this week. Oh uh, yeah, that was stupid. About the, one last thing on the balls. I say the the Georgia State is all on the coaches. BYU is on the players. They, I mean that they should know with the last second. Alante Taylor, I mean he's played enough football in high school and everything else. To know, last second, you don't let anybody behind you. I don't care if you didn't know where to line up or whatever. He knows that. There's only a few seconds left in the game. The only thing that could beat him is a deep ball. Right. You can't let anybody get behind you. Right. I mean, that's just on that's on and him. Didn't that's they not say on the that Tennessee was in somewhat of a prevent defense yeah, anyway? I mean, we should have been – those the, our backline DBs, which should have been four backline DBs, not, a, not in a straight line, but they should have been 30, 35 yards downfield. Yeah, Nigel Warrior is not his dad. And then that keeps that from happening, and all they can do is throw underneath you. With with one or no timeouts, the game's over. But instead, we were a little too – I think we tried to scheme them a little bit, and they just beat us. Dude. Nobody paid attention to that guy. He got open, and then we didn't tackle him. Well, yeah, Nigel I, Warrior is not his dad. He sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't – He was overrated coming out of college. Yeah. I mean, coming out of high school. I agree. Anyway, 12 o'clock Eastern this Saturday. Be sure to watch Chattanooga and Tennessee play. It's going to be a nice 91 degrees of kickoff. That'll be awesome. And you can get tickets for as low as $13 if you're interested (laughs) in going to that game. Georgia plays Arkansas State. Mississippi State plays Kansas State. Alabama and South Carolina. That's an intriguing game. Alabama, Mississippi State, Kansas State, and Alabama, South Carolina. Southeastern Louisiana, no miss. Uh, Colorado State, Arkansas. Arkansas made a quarterback change. We'll have to see how that works. Kent State against Auburn, Florida, and Kentucky. That'll be an interesting game. Texas A&M plays Lamar. Mm. LSU plays Northwestern State. And SEMO plays Missouri. So those are your SEC matchup games. How do you like the uh, true freshman quarterback going up against Alabama? South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. That guy didn't play too bad last week. I know no. they played Charleston, Charleston Southern. Southern but. But. 
And they still put up 72 points. That's not easy to do. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh will oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm saying he, at least he got a game under his belt before they, you know, they're playing them. Yeah. We got the old Pittsburgh Penn, uh, Penn State game. That's an intriguing matchup. Uh, Iowa, Iowa State coming up this weekend. That'll be pretty good. Where is that game? That is in, uh, uh, should be in Ames. Oh, that yes, be that's in Ames. Iowa State got upset last week, yeah. right? Uh, no. No, they uh, they went into double overtime and won oh, against Northern Iowa. Okay. UNI. Uh, Clemson and Syracuse, which uh, for some reason is the game of the week. Mm. So, I don't know what that means. There's not a lot of good is down this year. Uh, Oklahoma plays UCLA. That game will be at uh, – where will that game be? That's at Pasadena. Um, so, we'll get to see the 0-2 UCLA Bruins against the 2-0 <laughs> Oklahoma Sooners, which that team – I've got my eye on the Sooners. They'll become 0-3 UCLA after this game. Yeah, yep. Halen Hurts is playing pretty good right now. Wouldn't that be kind of great if he uh, – Played well, awesome. he won the Heisman and made it to the championship game and they beat Bama. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, so far thrown for 591 yards and six touchdowns and rush for three touchdowns. Yeah. That's pretty Heisman-like. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that is our uh, college review. Hope you enjoyed that. And uh, we're going to take a little break here. Uh, catch our breasts, and then we're going to come back, and I'm going to talk. We're going to talk about a subject, but I've got to talk about Antonio Brown. I've got to get that off my chest, <laughs> and I'm sure we'll have to talk about the Titans. So, anyway, thank you for listening. We'll be back. This is High on Sports. That sort of gets you fired up for some NFL football. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's spectacular. It's, uh, anyways. Who is that? Uh, uh, that is the, I don't know what you would call that. Uh, that's just some uh, NFL music that uh, the Dirty Smoker Band <laughs> did with the Nashville Symphony, maybe? <laughs> the Dirty Smoker <laughs> Orchestra. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know. It's the Dirty Smoker Orchestra. <laughs> yeah, DSO. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, uh, week one of the NFL is over with. And this has been a very weird, very start to the uh, the uh, season. Of course, everybody knows Willie's a Raiders fan, Russ is a Titans fan, and I'm a Steelers fan. And and um, for Willie and I, it's been sort of uh, I don't know how he feels about Antonio Brown, but uh, if we could just talk about this for a second, because I think it is sort of a mainstay. I think he's a prick. Uh, my theory is that for you know for years Antonio was sort of the silent assassin on the 
yeah. Steelers. Yeah. You never heard anything from him. Exactly. He just produced on the field. And I've come up with a theory on this one, too, because this is high on sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what killed Antonio Brown is Instagram. <laughs> he got he started to get famous, and then he got all these followers. Maybe something happened to him, but this is not the same Antonio Brown that Russ and I sat and froze our butts off watching in Nissan Stadium, what, four or five years ago. Oh, I agree. Well, some stuff came out today said uh, that the Steelers were kind of covering up some stuff, kind of keeping it under wraps. But I think here's – I've thought since, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday really, that he did all that on purpose. I think he originally wanted to go to the Patriots, but they wouldn't trade him to the Patriots. So when he got to the Raiders, his little plan was to disrupt as much as he could so they would make him a free agent. And then he's now with the Patriots. Well, there's been theories of that, but I, just, I don't well, know. How you explain it? Why else would you do that? If you're satisfied with where you are and you're going to make a $30 million check, why would you act like that? Well, I don't think he can help himself. I think it was. I think he was calculated. I think he saw a chance to get out of a place he doesn't want to be, and he knew if he was going to be a free agent, he knew he could go anywhere. He knew. Why he did he want to be there? Huh? Why didn't he want to be there? Because he didn't. He, he said he wanted to, to play for New England. Home. That's where he wanted to go, and they wouldn't trade him there, so they traded him to the Raiders. I mean, think about it. The feet. No, it makes sense. Helmet, it makes sense. Oh, yes, that didn't work. So then he moved on to this other stuff. Uh, I don't disagree with any of that. I really think, and some I've heard this on some. I'm not. This is not a new theory, but Vontaze Perfect when he hit him when when he when Perfect played for the Bengals and he knocked his ass out that Monday night game, mm-hmm. right? And and Brown had that concussion. They, was in yeah, it was Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and he and Perfect got kicked out of the game for the hit. Mm-hmm. And, and then Brown left the game with a concussion and missed a couple weeks after that. He hasn't been the same since. So are you saying that maybe so I think, I think he's got some I think he's got some brain issues. Wasn't it ironic that Burfecht was the one that pulled him away from uh yeah. Yeah. trying to up keep him under control at uh Mayock, which I have no problem with. That guy was the most irritating voice on television. You talk about a guy who would not shut up. <laughs> I like Mike Mayock. We'll see oh, how he God. does, man. We'll see how he does. Of course you do. Except he's got a lift. Him, idiot. <laughs> what do you think, though, about how John Gruden handled it, this big, tough dude that, that just kept kissing Brown's ass the whole time like this good cop, well, bad cop scenario? But Gruden's always been a player's coach. He's been like Tomlin. Tomlin's a player's coach. Gruden's a player's coach. I mean, somebody had to have his back. But you, you, you notice, Gruden though, Gruden didn't – I mean, he went along with Mayock's decision to let him go. Yeah, and I heard there was – That could have been a mess. There's a phone Gruden call out Mayock there. Got I think uh, – didn't Brown play the phone call between him and Gruden? Put it on yeah. uh, Instagram or something. Yeah. And he also he – also, that's what I was talking about. He also posted the uh, – the uh, warning or whatever he got that he the the fine right. he posted that on there yeah but apparently Gruden knew he had to get Gruden's permission to do that. Um, well, he did that at Pittsburgh too, if you remember. And then, uh, um, 
uh, coach wasn't too happy about that. Yeah, he, uh, that's when he recorded their meeting. After yeah, the team meeting after meeting. they lost. Yeah, they lost that game. Yeah, but you know, the NFL's all about parity. How is it <laughs> fair to have Antonio Brown on the Patriots with exactly. all those weapons? I mean, that's and just think if they still had Gronkowski. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just. They definitely got that division whooped. Mm. Uh, well, the yeah, Dolphins may give them the run for their money. Yeah. <laughs> 16 and 0 yeah. versus 0 and 16. The Dolphins are going to crack a court this year because they're going to go 0 and 16. <laughs> <laughs> undefeated to winless. Well, there's not too many of those Dolphins left cracking courts. No. Uh-uh. You know, Nick Bodicani just died. Um, but you look at, you look, there's nobody in that division. And then the, Pittsburgh's division, that looks like the Ravens to lose. Well, um, right now it does. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's week one, so we're, we don't want to get too overzealous on our teams or their or performances right now. I mean, it's overreaction Tuesday. Overreaction. What happened with Harbaugh? Um, they went for a fake punt when they were winning big. Did any of y'all see that? Uh, not really. I didn't crap watch out much of, of their game because it was on the same time as the Titans game was. They beat Miami fifty nine to ten. Yeah, that's awesome. And they were, uh, they went for. I think they went for a two point conversion at a weird time, and then a fake field goal or a fake punt at a, when they were already winning fifty nine to ten. Well, you got to stop them. You got to stop them. Yeah. Uh, well, Miami's not stopping anybody. No, doesn't seem um, like it. You see, with their players, like several players were asking for trades through their agents. <laughs> <laughs> right after the game. Fire. That's a huge dumpster fire down there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. That's why um, Davian Clowney didn't want to go down there. He played for this. That's just weird seeing him seeing him play for the Seahawks. See, that's where I thought Brown was going to go was the Seahawks. I thought that he was Pete Carroll would take him and everything would be wonderful and they have this bromance. That's what I figured was going to happen, but I was incorrect. Yeah, the Browns and the Seahawks were two teams that were – Calling about him after the Raiders released him. Who were? Yeah. The Browns and the Seahawks. Can you imagine him and OBJ on the same team? That wouldn't work. Sort of like, yeah, but sort of like, could you imagine him and Tom Brady on the same well, team? Got, That's true. They got Jarvis Landry, too, so it's not like they really needed him. No, but they inquired about him. That was the three teams the Patriots, the Browns, and the Seahawks were the three teams that made phone calls to his agent. Sweet. Anyway, Seattle beat Cincinnati twenty-one to twenty. That was a good um, game. Yeah, the Eagles beat the Redskins. I don't know how the Redskins are going to be the Le'Veon Bell Jets. Now that Gruden's going to get fired at the end of the year. Yeah, but how many wives does he have? I mean, they haven't been. <laughs> he ever. has as many as he doesn't mess. He doesn't ruffle Daniel Snyder's feathers. I mean, they haven't been, I mean, been that good. Guys. Uh, New York, didn't the Jets, weren't they like leading 16 to 3 or 16, 16 to, to nothing. nothing? Yeah, and Buffalo came right back and whooped them. Right. Yep. That's, that's, that's fine with me. Cause yeah, I'd like to see the Bills on. start doing good again. Yeah. I like yeah. their uniform. Buffalo winning is pretty good. But uh, Baltimore and Kansas City are my two teams that I think can somewhat challenge the Patriots hmm. this year. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't really see. Yeah, I don't really see anybody else doing that. It's definitely not going to be Pittsburgh. And the reason why is because Pittsburgh has three stars on their helmet. 
whatever those things are. Here, I can look at them right here. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are three stars. They don't have three stars on their football team. <laughs> if any, all the stars are now on defense. They got ben. I mean, Big Ben, of course, is a Hall of Famer. but Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju's good, but he's good not. Back. That Connor kid's good. Yeah, yeah but he's, he's no Le'Veon Le'Veon star. Bell. He's a star. No Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Bell was awful quiet with the Jets yeah. Sunday. Well, it's still game one, well, so we got fifteen more. That's right. true. Overreaction well, Tuesday. Russ, tell us about the Titans. Since I'm sure you watched. Oh my goodness! Actually, you said you were in Cleveland on your Facebook. I was. I just got back yeah. yesterday. No, I didn't go. I, I wish I would have gone now. That'd have been fun. I probably got beat up though. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I thought, can see that. I mean, the Titans <laughs> played a really good game. They didn't play a great game. But they played solid. Defensively, they played very well. Uh, of course, the Browns self-destructed with all those penalties. I think a lot of that was a frustration because I think they actually thought they were going to come in and just roll over the Titans. And the Titans punched them in the mouth after that second series and pretty much took over the game from there. I mean, it was, it was close up to, you know, middle of the third quarter. But uh, I think they got to Baker Mayfield. I think they rattled him a little bit. Um, yeah, and I think once he got rattled, he was rushing the ball a little bit, caused three picks, and uh, we just took over. You know, and, and they got Henry going. You know, in the beginning he wasn't running that well, but once they got him running a little bit, you know, maybe some three and four, five yard gains, and then he broke it like a twelve or thirteen yard game. Seemed to open it up a little bit more uh, for the running game, and then you know, Mariota he played well, fourteen to twenty four. Doesn't he always play well the first game of the season? Yeah, well, in his first game, 248. So, three touchdowns, not bad. The impressive part was A.J. Brown. Uh, targeted four times, three receptions, 100 yards, longest of 51. That, the Titans hadn't had a playmaker like that. You know, of course, it's the first game, but they hadn't had a rookie in the first game like that break out like that ever that I've known. Um, and then the screen pass to Henry – was uh that was the backbreaker perfect that was right after the browns had just scored yeah like you thought maybe there's a little life you know the browns because they were like two scores down at that point with a quarter and a half left you thought "Uh oh here we go and the very next freaking play yeah Yeah. i mean that was that broke their back that broke their wheel delaney walker being back you know he scored twice so that's big yeah, right there. That, Delaney you know, Walker's a good player. Yeah. Delaney Walker said they are who we thought they yeah. were. And they were. Yeah, he went all Dennis Green on him. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. How long do you think he's had that? He's probably had that in his pocket for like a month. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, you know he went all summer long. He's like, what team am I going to use this with? <laughs> I've been wanting to say this for six years. I, I tell you, the, the two people, Dean Pease and Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith is an offensive coordinator. Uh, he caught a pretty impressive game. He he moved yeah, it up. I agree. He threw some for, stuff at the yeah. at the Browns they probably haven't seen before. Um, he used Mariota's skill set really well, so I'm hoping that continues. And Dean Pease, he is aggressive. He yeah. is he can scheme well. He is so good at hiding and and disguising defenses. Um. I think they started disguising their defenses a little bit, and, and it just rattled Baker Mayfield. I don't think he knew what was going on, knew where the ball was going, and they just took advantage of it. So those Did he right throw there, two picks in a row or something? Huh? Did he throw two picks in a row? I don't know if he threw them in a row, but he ended up throwing three picks, one for a pick six. Was that I mean, Myers? I listened, uh, I listened uh, to that the was, uh, 
Um, the guy, oh, I can't remember his name now, off my head. Logan Ryan. No, Butler, Malcolm Butler. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll listen to the Browns. Ryan and Michael Butler all had picks. <laughs> What'd you say? Raise I listened to the Browns. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I listened to the. Uh, <laughs> I listened to the uh, the Browns radio network, and that is the most negative sounding group of broadcasters I've ever heard. Because I can't <laughs> listen to Mike Keith. No, no. Oh fence. my God! Yeah, uh, you're right. But this guy. You should have heard this guy. Nathan call. We should replay it, Willie. That's funny. <laughs> this guy, the Browns announcer, doesn't seem like he sits on his balls as hard as Keith does, but he's got <laughs> he's got the, he's got that Mormon Tabernacle range, and uh, yeah, it was it was bad to listen to. I bet <laughs> the Browns didn't have a bad day. I mean, Chubb went for seventy five yards. Beckham had yeah. seventy one yards receiving. Uh, no, it was <sighs> the Titans' defense that made the difference. Yeah, I mean they they basically. They came out and, and the Browns punched them in the mouth on the first series, and I think they just regrouped and said we can't let that happen again. I mean, that's always going to happen. The first yeah. game, of the first yeah. series. Well, I had friends and we were we were watching the game. They're like, "Oh my god, here we go again!" I was like, "It's like four minutes into the first game of the year. Calm down, <laughs> Jesus. It's not like you know we're eighth game in and we're terrible. It's the four, first game, first series. You know, but uh, I thought they played. Speaking well. of big. Speaking of big first impressions, the uh, Dallas Cowboys beat the Jets. No, uh, thirty-five. Not the Jets. To seven, I mean the, the Giants, Giants. I'm sorry, thirty-five to seventeen. And uh, Holdout Elliott had fifty-three yards. That's impressive. That didn't play bad. That, that, I hate the that's Cowboys. Tough to come in there and do that sitting out. I don't care if you're in the best shape of your life. Football, playing football, and football shape is a real thing. Yeah, getting here. But, uh, the, the player of the day, Dak Prescott, 25 of 32, 405 yards, four touchdowns. You'd sure like to have him on your fantasy team. Heck yeah. yeah for that Too bad I don't play fantasy. Yeah. You know, I mean, Dallas can be tough. I mean, they get the running game going a little bit, and he can get the ball downfield. You know, Witten's back, so that makes a little bit of a difference. These guys will Thank God. Really, <laughs> well, yeah, anything you want to say about the Raiders? I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a great – I didn't watch but the first half because it was so late. Um, but I thought they played really good. I mean, the best thing about it was their offensive line. Carr didn't get touched, didn't get hurried, didn't get sacked. I mean, if you give him time, he can pick you apart. Gruden's offense is not a, a long, deep-throwing offense. So, I mean, he only – he was 22 of 26 for the night. He didn't have but 259 yards and a touchdown. Um, but – if they can keep him clean, I mean, I think they're going to be okay. I didn't expect – I mean, I think with the Chiefs and the Chargers in their division, I don't think they have a chance of winning it. But I'm, I think they might can finish 500. They'll finish above Denver. Yeah, they – yeah, that will uh, – yeah, because Denver, I think Denver's a shit show. Flacco. Pardon my French. Yeah, I just don't think he – I think he's just in it for the – for getting a check now. Oh, yeah. He's got a Super Bowl. But I also think they're grooming the kid. The uh, I can't remember his name. The kid from Missouri that they drafted, Chase. No, they um, always have somebody named Chase from Missouri. <laughs> Chase Daniel. That was Chase Daniel. Like He's years, been yeah. out for a while. Lock, Drew Lock. Yeah. I think, yeah. and he got hurt in the preseason, so he's out for the first couple of weeks. But I think they're just waiting for him. I think they're just, and I think, I think Flacco knows that. 
but he's still collecting pretty hefty check, though. Nice check. Right. This shows you how valuable a quarterback is. I mean, look, they had Manning. And yeah, he wasn't yeah. the Peyton Manning of you know his earlier years, but still, he could get the ball out. He knew where to go with it, and look what they were yeah. able to do. I mean, you could. I mean, you got to have a quarterback that can get the ball downfield a little bit and be accurate. That's what still worries me a little bit about Mariota. He missed some throws on uh, Sunday that we should have had. A couple of Corey Davis. Um, he's still Where's he? Huh? Corey Davis, is he a bust? No, I don't think so. I mean, I I, I think he's just um, – the couple plays to him, Mario just overthrew him. And uh, I think they'll get him involved. Think- I think as A.J. Brown, I think he – you know, if A.J. Brown emerges like we think he's going to, then that's going to open up Corey Davis because then they can't double-team Corey Davis. Yeah. Who do you think's better in the long run, Davis or Brown? Brown. I do too. Yeah. Brown's going to. Of course, I keep saying it's the first game, but that, those plays no, he I made, agree. He, that's what he's known for is catching yards after catch. Yeah. You know, did you hear what he said after about, about that catch? Huh? Did you hear what he said after the game when he after his uh, his uh, that catch? He goes, and I would have scored on that play in college." <laughs> he goes, "They're a little faster than the NFL." <laughs> yeah, that's true. I thought he was going to score, but yeah, they caught. He, somebody had a good angle on him and just got him from behind. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that is uh, all the time we have for our NFL talk. We're going to come back and talk about whatever we want to because it's our show exactly uh, right. here on Highland Sports. As uh, we take a break and get a little breather, we thank you for listening. Always, uh, you can go to our Highland Sports Facebook page if it still exists. Yep. And our website. It still exists. And our the website, website still exists. Two of us were, you know, are still willing to do the podcast for a while. but www.highonsports.org. I like that, .org. .org. You should talk like this. I'll have to get, we have an Instagram <laughs> account now, too, High on Sports. Do we do. Really? Yeah. Is there wow. anything on there? Huh? Is there anything on there? Yeah. My bio. We need to get Antonio Brown to follow us. Yeah. Let's see if we can get AB to follow us. Yeah, we need to get him <laughs> on the show. All right. We'll come back and talk a little bit about baseball and some other sports or whatever we want to talk about. Of course, the uh, reason we give you those addresses is because if you ever uh, want, to, want us to talk about something or want us to get off the air or whatever, you can just uh, go on there. And, uh, <clears throat> kiss and, my butt if you want us off the air. That's right. Because <laughs> we ain't stopping. Because we, uh, we ain't stopping. We, we all three aren't in the same place now for safety reasons. So <laughs> we will, uh, we'll be back after this on Highland Sports. Welcome to our third segment of Island Sports, brought to you in part by Mediocre Records and Broadcasting and by Slick Willie's Remote Studio. We are uh, happy to be with you here. Uh, If you're listening on this September 11th, we're grateful for you listening to us on this day. The New York Yankees are ahead of the East. The Boston Red Sox are third, and so they decided to fire Dave Dombrowski. Kind of an odd move there. Um. 
It is an odd move, and, and uh, you wouldn't think John Henry would be like that, but uh, I guess he is. Uh, I mm. sure hope that uh, Jurgen Klopp doesn't lose to Watford. You, I mean, <laughs> sounds like a little disagreement there, huh? Well, I think they were upset that they uh, got rid of the closer last year, whose name escapes me. Oh, yeah, the redheaded guy. With the long beard. And they got that weird delivery where he hangs his arm. He threw a heater. He was good. Um, And the pitching staff is just underperformed. Chris Sale sums up with him. Who knows? Uh, He's been hurt. Who knows what's going on with him? Um, I'll tell you what, it was really beautiful when we went to uh, Boston this year and we sat right behind the pitcher's uh, mound when we sat out in the field. Mm Mm-hmm. And Sale pitched, and you can just see how that ball works with him pitching. Holy cow. Anyway, it doesn't matter because they're probably not going to make the playoffs. No, I don't think they're going. They're way behind in the wild card standings. Mm -hmm. My Indians are fighting for that second wild card, that one-game wild card game with the A's. They're only a half game back. They still got an outside chance of beating the Twins for the Central Division. Well, they're only five games back of the Twins. Yeah. But they they actually went a half game up about a month ago. Nope. Then they couldn't do anything. Anyway, uh, Dombrowski is out basically because of the pitching staff. And the Red Sox also have two uh, free agents coming up at the end of the year, one being J.D. Martinez and one being Mookie Betts. Yeah, they got to keep him. You would think they would, but you know Mookie's saying all the right things. He's he's like it's a business. I want to stay here, but it's a business. But yeah. I just don't see how they can get rid of Bess. No, I mean if you're going to lose one of those two, Martinez is definitely the the, the dispensable one. Yeah, which his numbers haven't been all too impressive this year either. No, but but uh, I mean he was on the team last year, right? Yeah, he had a great okay. year last year. Yeah, it's, I mean, they won it last year. I mean, it, you're not going to win it every year. No. Of course, Red Sox fans think they will. But um, And Rafi Devers has played well. Uh, Bogarts has stepped it up, yeah. played well. Um, but the pitching staff, uh, the but pitching staff is all year. Yeah, and, and they're closer. Yeah, Evaldi, Evaldi was closing, and then they – I think uh, they made the trade for the guy from your team, the Indians. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Andrew. Benintendi? Uh, uh, no, 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 the pitcher. Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. The oh, You shouldn't have said it. I would have known. Yeah. He hadn't really worked out. He's been terrible, actually. Yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of past his prime, though. Um, so there you go. That's, That's baseball, baseball coverage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think Russ wanted to talk about. I think Russ wanted to talk about his Yankees. Russ, what are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts on the Yankees are they're leading the division, probably going to be world champs. That'll be good. What about that eight hole hitter? Who's he? Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Russ: Are they still playing in the old Yankee Stadium or the new Yankee Stadium? They are playing in the new Yankee Stadium. Have been for several years. Okay, let me ask you this. If the Cardinals and the Yankees play in the World Series, who you pull for? Uh, Cardinals. Uh, really? Until the Yankees win it and then you'll start wearing Yankees gear? Uh, I was a Cardinals fan before I was a Yankees fan. 
God, that's the that's the that's the two teams I hate the most in baseball. So cool. And you you like them both. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, because <clears throat> my moms were like the Dodgers too. From St. Louis, and the Yankees were the the sounds were the Yankees farm team, and I was from about age ten to about age fourteen or fifteen. So we always got Yankees games down here, and also got uh, the Yankees would come down here and play. So there you go. Well, that's a great reason. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I went and saw them too, and I'm not a Yankees well, fan. You're yeah. stupid. You like the Indians. True. Why do you like the Anyways. Indians? Because I played for the Indians when I was little. Yeah. No, he likes the Indians because he has Indian relatives. I do. Native Americans. Native they don't like to be called Indians. I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> anyway, to more important news, Liverpool leads the uh, Premier League. Golly, I'm ready for that to start back. They're on this international break for like a month now, it seems like. All right, they start back this coming weekend, don't they? Yeah. Um, look at old Leicester City in third. What about old Brandon Rogers? I know. You got to give his preps. Of course, Russ is Manchester City. Hell yeah. Is in second, and surprisingly, you got Crystal Palace in fourth. Arsenal, Everton, West Ham United. And, well, what's that way down there? That's uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, well, they nine. Way down in the middle. They're just right above your other favorite team, Sheffield, Sheffield United. United. The Blades, baby. Yeah, look like they're yeah. both tearing it up this year. Mm-hmm. Tottenham then, will be fine. Then you got my team trying to avoid right relegation. Polistic, is that how you say his name? Christian Polistic? Polistic. Polistic. Yeah, who's he play for? Chelsea. All right. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's your soccer coverage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some. I'll tell you. What's the Scottish Premier League table look like? Nobody cares about that. Celtics up top by what, three? Nobody I really guess. cares about soccer. I don't watch that anymore because that Celtic TV was too expensive. Yeah, I did. The Rangers TV sucks too. Uh, I'll tell you what I have been doing. Uh, I watched, uh, has any of y'all watched The Spy no. on uh, Netflix? No, I didn't watch yeah. that. You need to watch you it. You got me so actually, on Netflix, though, by the way. It stars Sasha Baron Cohen, who's normally a very offensive comedian. Yeah. Is he serious? But he plays a serious role as a Israeli spy in Syria. Oh, I've heard about that. And it is, it is a one, I mean, I watched, I watched it in two days. Does he wear that green bikini man painting? <laughs> no, no, he's totally serious in this. But it's, it's, uh, this is really the way they did it. It's just really good. I don't know. I mean, it's all in English. You don't have to read subtitles. Not like Narcos. Uh, not like Narcos, which is great. The first one, the first two at least. But yeah, you, if you can Matthew watch. Narco? The Mexican narcos. Mexico. They did one in Mexico, too. I didn't. I mean, I know El Chapo, so there's no reason for me to watch a Mexican narcos. It's not about El Chapo. <laughs> See, that's why it's stupid. There's no, only one Mexican exactly. narcos, and that's El no, Chapo. That, that one is actually a brilliant plan. Or if you know him as good as me, you just call him L. <laughs> Chappy. But it shows how they developed the, the premium marijuana. Uh, by using all female plants. Mm. 
Well, you're, you're awfully informed in that. <laughs> yeah, really. He's been he's been to Denver a couple times. I watched it. Yeah, we talked about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't visit anything in Denver. I didn't, no, go in, I didn't physically go into Denver. I went to uh, a place called uh, Princeton Resort, which is out uh, kind of in the not south, but it's legal throughout central, the whole state, central western part of Colorado, right in the middle of the mountains. But it's legal throughout the whole state. It is. That it is. I didn't, but we didn't partake in any. <clears throat> well, I got a little Mexican red leg. It looks like uh, Keith Urban's going to headline the national New Year's Eve lineup again. That's surprising. Again. Yeah, he'll be joined by Jason Isabel, Isabel Amanda Shires, and more. You know, you think they would get a kiss for that, all the fireworks and everything. That'd be cool. Yeah. Would it? it would. That would that would be awesome. They could sing rock and roll all night and party every day at midnight. Pretty <laughs> awesome. Or they could get Iron Maiden to do it and they could play two minutes to midnight. <laughs> right before right before midnight. Or they could get the Almond Brothers and do Hey uh, What was that breaking news about A B? He said he was something about rape. Sexual assault. Yeah, he's accused of sexual assault. Yeah, and he says it's consensual. So did it just happen? They just came out today. Well, I mean, yeah. the incident Tonight. just happened, or was like, it like an old one that somebody brought, just brought up? Oh, I don't know. I haven't read the story. I just saw the blurb. Oh. I'm sure Mayock got somebody to start talking. So That's cool. Mark Davis, that's who it was. It wasn't Mayock. Mark Davis is a mafia guy. You got a haircut like that, you got to, you got to be made. Mm-hmm. That is the worst haircut in the country. And I love the Raiders, but Jesus, Mark. You got enough money to get a freaking regular haircut. But did you like Al's haircut? <laughs> Al didn't have that much hair. I mean, he just wore it like he always did. Just parted it in the middle almost. You ought to but, go to that look, Willie. Yeah, no. Slick Willie. <clears throat> um, anyway, the weather tomorrow, or when you're listening to this, it should be about 95. And then thousand degrees. Friday night, or Friday, it's going to be 98. That's awesome. So it's gonna be chill, a little chilly outside, huh? Let's go to the. I want to go to the Father Ryan game. I would do that. Uh, want yeah, to. we can do that. Just let me know. Send me a text. Okay, what's your number? Can you give it over there? Um, eight six seven five three zero nine. There you go. Uh, y'all have any big That's plans? Jenny's number. I've got that number. Russ, when do you go to Hawaii? Um, I leave the evening of October first. No, we'll be gone. Okay. a couple weeks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like that three far. Weeks away, yeah. Um, and I'll be gone till October twelfth, thirteenth. That range. October twelfth, thirteenth. Okay. I'm leaving Hawaii on the twelfth, arriving here on the thirteenth. What are you going backwards? The other way around? No, he's going to be long way. I'm leaving. He's going to go. He's just going to keep going west. Cheapflights.com. <laughs> I'm flying out of Honolulu at one, which is actually six here. And then you're going to Melbourne. No, I'm going. <laughs> he's going to keep flying <laughs> west until he gets here. Melbourne to Moscow to <laughs> here it is. New York City. It's a six to hour Kansas flight. City and then to Nashville. Shut up. <laughs> it's a six-hour flight. From there to San Francisco. 
but then I got a four and a half hour flight here, so I get here at five twenty five a.m. Central Standard Time. You coming to work that day, right? I plan to. Yes. Whatever. No way. Oh yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> right. All right. Does anybody have any shout outs before we shut this down? We're not going to talk about the Preds at all, man. It's coming up. No, there's nothing to talk about. I mean, other than season starts in three weeks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The preseason starts in three weeks, right? No, the season. Really? Yeah, like well, what? I'm not ready for hockey yet. Oh my god, you're idiots. It's not hockey season. What did you say, y'all? I'm always ready for Three hockey. Three weeks, it's hockey season. Until the actual weather gets cool. It's going to be cool. Like in November. Week. It is not. Upper 90s is cold it, here. It, Are you going to go to any games this year, Willie? Climate change. Willie? I don't know. Uh, if I play the Maple Leafs, I will. Well, you know they're going to play the Maple Leafs. I'm going to go to some games this year, right, night. Anyways, uh, traffic swamp. Tra- traffic is bad right now. Traffic's <laughs> bad on uh, Anyways, that's uh. We got any shout outs? Uh, I'm Russ, a, I'm, Russ, you got a shout out? Did you wave? Uh, uh, what is that on my computer? Um, no shout out this time. No, no shout outs. Maybe next time. No shout out. All right, Willie. No. <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to uh, anybody that listens. Hey. There you go. And I'm also going to give a shout out to all those New Yorkers who joined the military right after 9-11 happened. Because I saw something on the news where people were, uh, that happened and they were in the Army three weeks later. So I got major respect for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I went to, as I've said before. I went to, I went there to the memorial, and uh, it takes you right back there. So I'm glad I got to do that. Hope everybody can experience that. I think it's worthwhile to do it. Yeah, I'm going to try to do that one day. I'm definitely going to uh, one day. We're going to spend the day at Pearl Harbor. So that'll be yeah. I, that'll be uh, yeah. I'd, I'd like to do that too. Yeah. I've been there. Once, hey, when but you, it's cool. When you get there, tell the tell the tour guide there that the Arizona's leaking oil. They already know that. You can see it. Just to say, like, I don't know if y'all know this or not. <laughs> but, you know, when you go out on the actual memorial, you don't talk. Yeah, they, they make you take your hats yeah, off. You, it's a very Yeah, that's how it was. A, that's how it was. A, uh, you don't realize you're not talking, but you don't. You just kind of look at it, and you just really, nobody yeah. says anything. That's how 9-11 was, too. So... Anyway, those are my shout-outs, and I, I'm happy that our uh, our little mobile studios are working. Yeah, yeah. we're good. I like it. Yep. Um, a mic stand, though. Yeah, we got some mic stands here. <laughs> All right, are you uh, – so, Willie, when will you have this done? I will work on this uh, this evening, tonight, and uh, get it out probably late tonight, early tomorrow morning. All right. So uh, thank you for listening. Be sure to check out all our uh, social media, uh, Highland Sports, whatever it is, on Facebook and Instagram. And, uh, HighlandSports.org online. Yep. And listen to us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. I, it's on iTunes, yeah. Where you can subscribe to us. And I'll, uh, I'll work with put... our uh, – we have a uh, social media network uh, producer now, and I'll work with her on Instagram. 
Nice. We can't put a whole lot on there because you can only put like short blips. Yeah. So, uh, but maybe some pictures and some stories and stuff. We'll work on that. We do have a YouTube channel. We just it doesn't have anything on it. But when we do our live shows, we're going to start recording those and uh, and put those on YouTube for y'all. I'll tell you one thing I'm going to do is make some little like two minute reviews of the stadiums that uh, we visit. Yeah, we can make put those little... on Instagram. Yeah. And, the, and the website. Yeah. So I got a lot of work to catch up on with those. But anyways, we really appreciate you listening to us. Uh, yeah, thank we're, y'all. We're glad to be back here doing this. Uh, it's always fun. And yes, uh, if anybody doesn't have anything else to say, I think we'll just cut this thing out. And we'll see you next uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Something like Something that, like that. Yeah. Uh, And we'll talk about the past week in college football and whatever else is happening. You've been listening to Ohio Sports. Ow! See ya. So